Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Jami. So I went to see this uh, this Japanese band called Bandmade. Hi. They're a hard rock Japanese band. Pretty much they're they're uh, five five. It's a it's a women it's a women band. Yes. But it's not like a girl group. Okay. And I'm not in the pop sense. Mm-hmm. They actually play their instruments, drums. They're not dressed as whole kitties and stuff like that. They're dressed as uh, as uh, maid cafe uh, people. One more time. You know, you're familiar with maid cafes. Maid cafe. Maid cafes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're familiar with that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should put it they, in the link. They have one in uh, Fulton or something like that. They something. do? I don't something. Do they? May I misremember? Right, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Well, Can I mean, they had, they had, a, they had, uh, there's like, there, there's some nerd geek conventions around Southern California where uh, a certain maid cafe makes appearances there. Sure. Maybe I'll that's shout out the name, but I forgot <laughs> what it is. But, but basically, they dress like maids. Correct. And okay. essentially, what they do is they're supposed to, they're like French made outfits. Yes. And then they kind of like service you in terms of like. Yeah. Not that way. Not that way. Not that way. <laughs> what? It's, you it's had basically, me service you. Basically, the okay. whole idea for made cafes is that people go there and they want to be uh, serviced like they were like like a rich master, sure. I guess. That's why they have French maids. It's do a bad, they, it's a bad they, theory. Do they, and every sentence was like. Ee! <laughs> no, I mean no, no, no. Right. I mean, in those, I've been to make a thing in okay. back when when you, in Fullerton actually in yeah. uh, one of the Titan Con. Titan yes, Con had a made, had a made yeah. cafe mm-hmm. that I will give a shout out to, but I forgot the name for sure. it. There you go. It, it will be in the you know I should yeah. look it up. Uh, it's called the Arcane Made Cafe. Mm-hmm. So uh, essentially, in in that one. I don't even know why we're talking about make. I, I do I know. Either, I yeah. do know why we're talking about make cafe. because it leads in because yeah. one of the one of the uh, the, the main. Head of Bandmaid, mm-hmm. the one who created the band. Sure. She used to be a waitress at a maid cafe. Oh, okay. Right? And then, but they have a love for rock music, so she decided to make a band based with, with the outfit, with their gimmick, to be dressed as maids in the maid cafe. Cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really cute. But they, they didn't know how to play. They, they, they didn't know how to shred the guitars. Mm-hmm. And right. They're, they're, they are pretty much hard rock. Is it in Japanese? Or they're English? all in Japanese. Oh. It, although the majority of the songs are in English titles. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I went ahead and I actually just found out who they were. They've been around since 2013. Okay. Uh, I just found out who they were recently because mm-hmm. I was I, I don't even know how it came up actually. Mm-hmm. But uh, and no, I wasn't looking for Made Cafe rock sure. bands because I mean, uh, how, I keep, why would I put that yeah. in a in a Google yeah. search, right? But anyway, I want to delete your history, but all right, go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, so so um, or maybe I put in women who rock and then they sure came up. Maybe maybe that was it. Um, essentially, so I've been. I heard this song called Play, which I'm going to go ahead and play right now. Here's a, here's a clip from Play. That's arguably my favorite song from there from them right now. So so I'm a little biased, but yeah, it's a really good song. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, they did play it in the in the show that I went to. Thank God, because I'll be like, damn it, they didn't play my favorite song. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, they were really good. Um, and that's all I can really say because I want I want to talk more about like the the years ago. Mm-hmm. 
Actually, just like straight Flashback. down my thoughts here. Mm-hmm. Years ago, when I used to be really deep into J-pop back in the nineties, mm-hmm. um, somebody asked me like, like, why do you listen to Japanese music when you don't even know what they're saying? Mm-hmm. Short of my limited knowledge of Japanese, mm-hmm. right? And in all honesty, okay, do you have an answer to that? Why would you listen to music where if you don't know what the? I can speak for myself. I've listened over the my forty two years. I've listened to Taiwanese songs, mm-hmm. pop songs, and stuff like that. And my Mandarin is okay, but I would say ninety percent of the lyrics I still don't know. And I, there's a reason why I listen to it. There's something about the rhythm and the singing and the wording of it that's different from like music in America, and it it, it appeals to a part of me that I can't really articulate. But that's the reason why I listen to Taiwanese pop music sometimes. I really think a lot of it has to do with the fact that music is. Uh, it 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 exudes exudes that the word, mm-hmm. it has emotions, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's hard emotions mm-hmm. or light emotions or whatever, yeah. Language or not, you will get right. the feeling of the music just by listening to mm-hmm. it. Of course, there are some songs out there that subvert what they're talking about, yeah. and even if you don't know the lyrics, then it kind of you kind of yeah. miss out on something. But for the most part, uh, opera. Opera is a foreign language yeah. most of the time, but you listen to it anyway in a sense, right? Yeah, it's so, always in Italian. Isn't it? Yeah, usually, usually yeah, right. it is. Usually it is, mm-hmm. right? So, so or German. Oh, that must right? sound sexy. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the, the thing is, though, is that also concert music. I mean, classical music. There's no lyrics. And yeah. Stuff like so that. E- yeah. even though I couldn't really like quote unquote sing along with the band when mm-hmm. I was watching them last night yeah. when I asked of this recording, mm-hmm. um, they they have some English parts. There's some chorus parts, and there's some easy parts yeah. where you just go hey 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 or whatever, right? So I like, don't think you have to defend yourself. Whatever moves you, moves you and stuff. It's not, true, yeah. true, true. Like true. kids these days, uh, they love the the K-pop right now, and you know, I'm sure 99 percent of the the little kids, the little girls that go to the, you know the BTS concerts, they have no idea what to sing about because all those K-pop stars, they don't sing in English at all, right? Correct. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think very it. good example actually. Yeah. I, I guess I was thinking more in the rock sense, but yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. K-pop is mm-hmm. is first is yeah. It's somehow popular with, with teenage girls yeah. here and in also, America. Uh, looking at the video, just even if you, if you even put aside the music, the, the guitars, the shredding, the, the, the drums, there's also the, the performance itself. You know what I mean? The energy that the performers uh, exude, you know, the, the playing of it, you know what I mean? The energy, right. the dancing and all that stuff. So, yeah, that's it's all part of uh, what you call it, experience. It's all part of experience. Yeah, correct, mm-hmm. correct, correct. Yeah, but yeah, um, I have in the link a website where they actually translate mm-hmm. Japanese a song yeah. to uh, to English. Yeah. If you're really curious, you can go mm-hmm. there. Um, I did watch them in the Echoplex over in, in Hollywood, which reminded me once again that, oh, actually it's more like Silver Lake, actually. It reminded oh. me again on, on, on some of the downsides of going to concerts is when the lighting wasn't that great. So yeah. my, 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 phones, my, my, my photos weren't that sure. great. I wasn't close enough to the stage and that's part of the problem. Um, it's, one of those, it's, one of those, it's one of those venues where it's yeah. like flat ground, mm-hmm. So if you're short, I mean, I'm not, I don't consider yeah. myself short, but I'm I'm below average, yeah. uh, and there are people taller in front of me. Yeah, I can't really see much. I'm of the stage. guessing most of the people there were like uh, skinny white guys with a little with beard. No, actually not really. Not actually a very good variety. Oh. I mean, this is a Japanese rock band playing in America. Yeah. I mean, they're from Japan. Yeah, but they're, they're so obviously you might get the anime crowd showing up. Mm-hmm. I guess right, uh, but but yeah, so it, it's kind of like that kind of thing. Either way, band made. Um, we will have some recommendations later, but that's my first recommendations yeah. now. Bandmate. Do check them out. Sure. Uh, links in the show notes if you want to check them out. All right. On this 256th episode of the show, we are going to be talking about Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaming has a new assignment. I told mm-hmm. him to look up some Twitter trends that are currently happy yeah. right now. Hopefully, he has some examples of those Twitter trends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's impeachment <laughs> all the time, baby. It's just impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. 
Good lord. Since this yeah. is October, we are going to be talking Halloween. For this one, we're going to be talking about the uh, uh, Bloody Disgusting, the website, is doing a 31 Days of Halloween. Mm -hmm. So we'll cover some of the movie choices they have. Uh, of course, we do what's going on. And then we are going to be talking about um, recommendations. As I, as I mentioned earlier, we're, gonna, we're just going to do a toss on a bunch of recommendations at the top of the show. <laughs> Oh, uh, my assignment is basically to kind of because I follow like sixteen hundred uh, accounts on Twitter, which sixteen hundred, which seems like a lot. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot. <laughs> I, I like I like Bean says on Kevin and Bean. I, I like to stay informed. You know what I mean? He uh, only follows one hundred people yeah. because more than that, it'll be too much. Coward. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I like to know what's kind of going on. So you know, Albert asked me to kind of you know. Look through Twitter, see what's happening, see what's going on. Not and not just limited to uh, what do you call it, uh, entertainment stuff like that, because that's what we usually talk about. But you know, like right. a, like a wide spectrum. So I'll just start off with sports. Sports right now, the biggest thing in sports right now is you know the NFL is a quarter of the season, we're a quarter into it, uh -huh. and the big trends right now are the young quarterbacks. Actually, you're not a big sports fan, or football fan, right? But no, but right now the very special. Yeah, so the NFL season, and right now uh, today's the first day of uh, playoff baseball. I don't know if you have a team for for the for playoffs. Baseball's no. boring. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> I know it's Sorry. not like. But the interesting thing is, it's like you know the Dodgers fans. There's this, they've made the playoffs seven years in a row, and two years in a row they've made the World Series. So hopes are high that they can actually win the World Series. This is and this is their most successful season so far. They've won a hundred and six games this season. I do hear about the whole Dodgers are going to win it this time, but God. you know, did I they win know. it last year? They did not, right? Huh? Did they win it last year? No, they didn't. They did I'm not. Saying, yeah, right. they've been in the World Series two years in a row. They've lost two years yeah. in a row. And they were and always favored to win, right? Yes, they've yeah. been favored. Especially the year they lost to the Astros. They said they had a much better team than they should have won that World Series. But yeah. And in the second year, the, the other team was just better. Yes, the other team was better that year. Uh, most people agree that the Red Sox were the better team last year. Yeah. And this going into this year, they I wouldn't say they're the... the overall favorite because i think the astros are, are great this year mm -hmm. but they're 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 one or two you know what i mean and because like i said they won 106 games which is the most um uh for the season that's a lot but my guess is if that the, the, if the series ended today yeah. <laughs> yeah. if i had to guess i would say the astros were probably because they have a great pitching staff i think pitching wins in the playoffs and stuff like that but yeah and also just uh more a little bit more uh what do you call it sports stuff uh basketball preseason is starting pretty soon mm -hmm. basketball season again so any of that sports stuff interests you at all? I mean, no. Yeah, all right. All right. All right. So uh, something else that's going on, obviously, everything that's dominating the news cycle right now is the Trump impeachment. I won't bore you with a lot of it here yeah. because by the time, honestly, by the time I finish the sentence, something else would have been broken. Possibly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody, you know, there's some other. Basically, whistleblower impeachment. Yeah. That's the trend in politics. We, we yeah. get it. We yeah. get it. And stuff like that. The one fascinating thing I, I found on Twitter as far as just looking through all the accounts and stuff like there are whispers. People, people are still trying to remind people, still trying to ask, like, hey, whatever happened to that Jeff Epstein thing? Remember he committed suicide, quote unquote, and stuff like that? Is anybody figuring it out how he, he was taken off suicide watch, how the how the camera didn't work, how the other guy, how the guard fell asleep? Well, the news already got distracted. Yeah, they got distracted. No, but, but the thing is, like, the only... Jeff Epstein thing died down like a couple of weeks before the whistleblower thing happened, didn't it? I, but what took its place, though? I don't know. But that was a big news story. That was one of those. That was like fine. That was one of those moments where all the conspiracy theories, like like, hey, this is our time to shine. You know, right. this, this is our. This we got one. You know what I mean? This because it's it was a big deal, and I think at some point 
People circle when, once this Trump thing dies down. That somebody has to circle so, back. So you're saying Jeff Epstein is not trending on Twitter? I've, I'm saying no. I'm saying there's a slither. People are trying to keep it alive. There's a slither of it still on Twitter. People, some pe- some people are still asking, "Hey, whatever happened to that Epstein thing? What whatever happened to it? You know, he didn't really commit suicide, right? I mean, like, okay. or or what the you know they're trying to figure it out and stuff. So that's that's what's going on in politics, I guess. I think the biggest thing right now, I'll go to entertainment. So the biggest thing. That's going on entertainment Twitter right now is obviously the Joker, which is coming out this Thursday. And right. my whole thing is I can't wait for this movie to come out. So finally people can actually see it instead of, you know, because right now, like 99% of people on Twitter have already formed their opinion, you know what I mean, about the movie. So Joker really is trending on Twitter? Uh, not just J- Joker, but uh, what, what's his name? The director was trending this morning for for some reason and stuff like that. Todd Phillips? Yeah, Todd Phillips was 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 quoted in Arco. He caught some. So he got, signs, he got are po- signs are pointing to to this being a, a blockbuster. Yeah, more but, so than than even expected. Yes, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not talking about the 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 blockbuster, the money of it all. I'm talking about everything that comes with the Joker. Right, but about but, but if word, if word of mouth is really strong for the Joker, yeah. it's looking like. A lot of people are going to want to see it's it. It's tracking about eighty million right now, which is pretty. That's pretty, pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, pretty this, good is like, this is like a movie that should be technically like a forty-five yeah. million opener. Yeah, but my whole thing is like, hey, I just want people. I just want movies to come out so people can actually have an informed opinion because everybody. It seems like everybody has an opinion about this movie, but barely anybody's seen it. Only critics, bloggers, whatever you know, people in entertainment journals. So what's the Twitterverse actually saying about the movie? Uh, what cup? Well. P- part of Twitter is saying, "Hey, is this thing going to incite violence and stuff like that?" You know, is, you know what I mean. Is it giving voice to those incel people? I guess. I, I think you know? those are two different things. Mm-hmm. I think the incite violence came from the fact that there was a shooting in a theater where The Dark Knight came out, right? Where, and that was a Joker movie, mm-hmm. right? So that was what a lot of people are referring to. No, it's just not not just that, but also what they're referring from the trailers and, all, and some stuff. The the overall message of. No, but that's that's the oh, second that's the second story. Yeah, the incel a, stuff. All this is it's like it's a like a it's a it's a it's again. This is all based on people who probably haven't seen it. You know what I mean? Right. People are saying the arc of the movie is sort so of glamorizing violence, glamorizing the fact that hey, if you're this uh, guy who gets rejected by society, it's okay to to turn to violence and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Which might be true. I mean, that might be an that yeah. might be the the, the well, thing science, the movie. science are pointing to that being yeah. the movie. But yeah, but at some point, people have to see it though. Would that the be the general would, population. Fair enough, but yeah. would that be the reason why Robert De Niro is in this movie? Because mm. I've always said this movie looks like it's inspired by Taxi Driver. No, uh, Taxi Driver, Scorsese movies in general, but also specifically, uh, what's the other one? Uh, the King of Comedies and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. if it, it, considering the fact that the way Taxi Driver plays out, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, it kind of mm-hmm. not really glorifies. It kind of. It does. It kind of well. Taxi driver. No, well, hold on. Taxi driver doesn't glorify violence. I don't think at, at all. Wait, like what? That. I don't think taxi driver glorifies violence. I don't think it glorifies that character. And stuff he like comes that. off as yeah. No, no. It depends on your point of view. If you if you get what what Scorsese is actually doing, mm-hmm. taxi driver, you're not supposed to say, "Oh, this guy's a hero," yeah. even though in the movie plot wise he ends up as a hero. Because because it's from his point of view though. You know right. I mean? No, no. That's what I mean though. So the people who want him. This violent guy to be a hero will gravitate towards oh being like this is a hero, and then the people who who actually get what the movie's about is will well, say they, like well, no they, that's not what well, it's telling you not to do well, that. that. Then you differentiating the people with a healthy mind and a guy who's uh, people who are cuckoo and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Correct. Cuckoo, cuckoo people think people uh, cuckoo people think uh, what do you call it? You know, uh, Thanos was right. You know what I mean? Was that there's a joke that 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 when remember Thanos came out and he's killing the whole half the world. Like if you're a dictator, if you're like a Kim Jong Un, yeah. you're like, hey, 
Thanos is a boy. He's a hero. I, I, think, I think it's more of like, yeah. uh, I think the Thanos is right thing is a counterculture thing. Mm-hmm. It's just because it's hip to say that, oh, yeah. Thanos is right. But anyway, going back to the, the Joker. So there's a lot, like I said, what a, there's a lot of stuff going on with the Joker and stuff like that. At some point, I just want the movie to come out. So whatever opinion you have, at least it'll be uh, informed. You know what I mean? At least you, people have seen the movie and stuff like that. And the Todd Phillips scene from this morning is basically, he had, did an interview with uh, the Hollywood Reporter or something like that. Okay. He's saying he doesn't want to do, uh, what do you call it? He doesn't want to do... Um, uh, comedies anymore because the uh, society is too woke and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's too PC and stuff like that. And then he was too PC. Sh- he was, he was sh- you can still do comedy and yeah. still be politically incorrect. Yeah. Pat Oswald had a response to that article by just listing out all the the, the comedies, right. uh, TV shows, and movies that have come out recently that that is woke and stuff like that. So, I think the yeah. only people who are scared about doing racy jokes mm-hmm. uh, are people who can differentiate between being. Actually, like, oh, this is a joke, or actually mean it. Yeah. I think they're the ones who are concerned. So, yeah. Todd Phillips, what's up? Okay, but, what else? What uh, else? Yeah, I don't respect Todd Phillips uh, that much in the sense that this is the guy who made uh, remade his movie twice. He did The Hangover two times. He, he made his own movie, like, two times with Hangover 2 and 3. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking this guy seriously. I think he was but, just being lazy. He, he wanted to keep the formula. And then yeah. when he was criticized too much for keeping the formula, he went completely off tangent and then nobody liked it. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's a ridiculous. Hey, don't get me started with Hangover 2 and 3. It's the most ridiculous uh, movie-going experience I've had. Like, like, Wait, you just remade your own movie? It's just ridiculous. Here's a hot take. Hangover in general is is, a, is overrated. So you know what? Like I, I will still de- de- uh, uh, what do you call it? defend Hangover. The uh, that first, first one? Hang- the first one is great. I, I, like I didn't think any of those characters were appealing to follow. That's my problem. I like I like the fact that it was very super. It's a serious. very Seinfeld take. Oh, I'm not okay. a fan of Seinfeld because I don't care about those characters. No, oh, okay. Hangover, same thing too. I don't care about this character. I will say this though. Uh, besides, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Vince Vaughn in uh, Old School. I think mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of Old School. Oh, there you go. There you go. Anyway, what else we got? Oh, the other big news as as far as like uh, entertainment is actually uh, Spider Man coming back to oh, right, MCU. Right, right. The deal so f- the deal as we know as we know it is. Um, uh, Disney puts up twenty five percent of the budget. They get twenty five percent of the the grosses, either the first weekend or overall. I, I'm not sure. And the other thing, I think it's the first weekend, twenty five percent. Yeah, first weekend stuff like that. And the other thing is, uh, what cut? So, but fu- are they also funding twenty five percent of the movie this yes, time? Yes. Okay. They're gonna, they're and gonna once put- again, that's what I said before. That's where the fifty percent mark came from. Yeah. Twenty five percent profit. Twenty five percent. Uh, funding. Yeah. And then the other thing, so Feige will produce the next Spider-Man movie, which we'll call Spider-Man 3 for right now. And the interesting thing, the f- thing I like most is it's going to come out in 2001. That means four MCU movies in in that, yeah. in that year. And so that's a lot of fun. And the other part of the deal is uh, Spider-Man and possibly Spider-Men will appear in one more MCU movies. Okay. So... Well, I, th- I think they said Spider-Man will, will appear in one more MCU movie. Yeah. But he also said that Spider-Man can, can show up in the Sony-verse yeah, and, then, and not refer to the MCU at that's all. That's the another... Yeah, that's another part of the story that people have written opinion articles about and stuff like that. I interpret that as throwing... Uh, Sonya Amy, Bone? Exactly. Sonya <laughs> Bone and Amy Pascal Bone and stuff like that. Hey, hey, he could show up in Venom, I guess? Like Carnage and stuff? You know, hey, maybe. Yeah, maybe. You know? Yeah. Good lord. Anyway, and so, and the other, to me, another, the other thing people say about it, the other opinion people have about it is like, hey, does that mean they're going to, these two movies, they're going to uh, uh, have uh, Todd Holland's Spider-Man sort of exit the MCU, conclude his story, and stuff like that? To me, I don't think that's the case. I think... But that is the rumor. 
that's the rumor. But I think this, I to me, I interpret this as a placeholder. Because now it's not a rumor, but I did a comic strip about it a few days ago. Did you do it? Did you? I barely pay attention to what you do. But I think this is a placeholder <laughs> because uh, uh, Sony wants to make uh, uh, Tom Tom Holland's Spider Man movie to- every two years and stuff like that, right? So I think they're they're on a, a certain pace and certain thing, and they just want to get this deal done for right now, and then come back around and revisit it in a few it years. It sounded like Tom Holland is not showing up in Venom too. Yeah, he don't think. Yeah. I mean, if you look at all, if you follow Tom Holland's career and stuff like that, he seems like he's very close to the people that, that run the MCU, like Feige and stuff like that, and, you know, John Favreau and you know, and all that stuff. Because I, I think, you know, so he knows quality. You know what I mean? There's nobody in the right <laughs> mind looks at that last Venom movie and says, you know what? I want to be a part of this. Nobody looks at, uh, what call it, Morbius and go Jared Leto and say, you know what? I want some of that magic. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. Come well, on. We'll see. Sony's going to say, hey, why didn't you go in? Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's about it. Anything else? No, that's pretty much it. All right, Uh, there we go. Um, I guess we could always name this segment uh, Jaming Does Twitter. (laughs) I do the Twitters. I do the Twitters. And the the thing I want to mention one more time, just real quick and stuff like that. Uh, Succession, I still haven't seen it, but it's on Twitter every Sunday. They're throwing Succession things, like the character's names like Logan, Mm -hmm. Kendall. I see it all over Twitter on Sunday night. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Okay, stop it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, everybody's saying that Succession is yeah. a really good movie show, yeah. TV show on HBO. I will eventually watch it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I get it. It's good. I get it. All right. It is October, so let's talk Halloween. I think we have like four weeks of October. Is that right? I think we have. I think we have four two, weeks of every three, month. But no, we have five weeks of October. All right. Then we get. Then we get to talk Halloween. Sure. All right. Uh, so, and for this October episode, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about movies. Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. We do have uh, a list from Bloody Disgusting, which mm-hmm. is a website that caters more towards like the horror side of things. Okay. So what Bloody Disgusting is doing, they're doing a 31 Days of Halloween. Um, the way they're doing it is that on Monday, they're going to watch a horror comedy. On a Tuesday, they're going to watch Supernatural Spooks, uh, kind of like ghosts and stuff. Wednesday, they're going to do Devil's Night, so very uh, cultish movies. Thursday, they're going to do Witches Night Out. Are there a lot of witches movies? Maybe there are. Uh, Fridays, they're going to do Franchise Friday. Uh, Saturday, they're going to do Family Fun, Friendly Movies. And Sundays is The Wild Card. You know, something something different, I guess. So Bloody Disgusting went ahead and curated 31 movies. And I figured, let's go ahead and take a look and see some of the choices they made. Uh-huh. Right? Um, October does start on Tuesday. So the Tuesday will be a supernatural spook thing. And so number one is Insidious. Have you seen Insidious yet? Remind me, what's the plus Insidious? Insidious is the one where the kid can see the... How, how do you describe Insidious? <laughs> I don't think I have. Who uh, James Wong? Yes. Okay, I don't think I've seen this. Okay. Um, okay, I guess we can really talk about that. It, that's that's, that's you a can movie. Spoil it. I don't I, care. I like Insidious. There's not really much of a spoiler. Yeah. I like Insidious. I don't really consider them scary because it relies on the jump scare factor. Mm-hmm. So it's more like a jump scary mm-hmm. as opposed to like actually scares me. And a part of the reason why is because the protagonist usually has an uh, advantage sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm I'm really prone to not like prone. I'm, I'm really not a fan of when they make the protagonist. It, okay. If a horror movie wants to really scare me, the protagonist can't have equal strength with the enemy. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's that's part of that. Okay. Uh, so in that case, let's move on. Um, let's see. On on the list, they have Scream Four, and that's a franchise Friday for right. them. Why Scream Four, and not the other Scream? 
Yeah, why not Scream 1? I mean, I, I like all of them more or less. Mm-hmm. Scream 1 is still the best. Right? That's what I'm going. Yeah. That's what Curious I'm why they chose Scream 4. I remember I saw Scream 1, really liked it. Yeah. I saw Scream 2, didn't like it as much, and I just didn't watch 3 and 4. Really? I, yeah. I watched all of them. I, I liked them more or less, but Scream 1 is still the best. Mm-hmm. Really curious as to know why they, why they went Scream 4 instead of like all the other stuff. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Unless it's because it's a franchise movie, so they decided to go for like not, not the first one. That may be yeah, what it is. I guess. Sure. Right. Um, another thing on the list for horror comedies is what we do in the shadows. Yes, that's great. So if, if you hear this and you haven't seen it yet, go watch what it is in the shadows. That's a great movie. It's a legitimately you know? uh, LOL great funny movie. And, and then now they have like a TV show on FX. Which is on my Hulu queue. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it's great. Mm-hmm. What else on the list do you see that, that, that catches uh, your Paranormal. Paranormal? Paranormal. I saw that with my nephew a few years ago. Great. I, that's a good, solid family fun. That's not too scary. That's not dumb or anything like that. I like that. It's it's claymation, right? Yes, it's claymation. Yeah, it's great. I, I like that a lot. What else stands out? Uh, Final Destination 5. Once again, I don't know why they chose 5 of all the things. This, this falls again on their Franchise Friday <laughs> Thing. Maybe I should co- maybe I should consider the other stuff also. Why do, are they picking the movies that actually ended and killed the franchise? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I like Final Destination. I think Final Destination is still like it's, uh, fun. it's, a, good it's a fun movie that you yeah. can just watch. And yeah. and there are, there are some movies where I would describe well, it's kind of Final Destination esque. And I remember my history of Final Fantasy same same as you. Final Fantasy. Final <laughs> Fantasy. Wait, what? Final Destination? What, 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 what was it called? Yeah, the yeah, first yeah. one's really solid. It's, it has a kid that that was in an Eminem video. That's all. That's what I remember. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I remember seeing either four or five, based on the fact that. My friends and I were at the Grove. It was super, super hot. We wanted to get inside to watch a movie just to get air conditioning. And it was terrible. It was just terrible. They should have ended it with a Final Destination 1. Yeah. Right. Not. Okay. Uh, let's see. Another one that pops in my in my mind here is um, The Final Girls. Final Girls is like, uh, it's, like it kind of, it's kind of like straight to video kind of movie. I'm sure there was some limited release of it. It's about... the, the You know how a lot of movie tropes, our movie mm-hmm. tropes is about the last girl who survives? Sure. So the final okay. girl is kind of plays on that. I'll leave it for that. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Okay. The other one that stands out is Cam in the Woods. I think that's a, oh, a yes. movie we're both fans of. I think it was it was the best movie of one of the best movies uh, when it came out. I mm. love that one. That's one where it actually commented on uh, what call scary movies, the tropes, and all. It's like that a deconstruction. Yeah, deconstruction yeah. of it. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. I, well, once again, I wouldn't consider that a scary movie, but it's such a fun movie. Yes, it's a fun action. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't consider it. it's too scary. It, it has some horror elements, suspense. I think more suspenseful than anything else. A scary movie, The Conjuring. I thought the, I thought the first Conjuring was actually scary. That's the, that's the one. That's one of the movies where. No, you don't think so? No, I'm saying what the hell is The Conjuring? I'm sorry. All no disrespect to James Wan, but all his Insidious, Annabelle, Conjuring, they all get mixed together. I know what it is. It's the guy from. Uh, it's the, the the Aquaman villain, and the VM from Forgara. I seen I seen the country. It's fine. <laughs> okay. It's fine. Okay. All right. I, I actually thought that was kind of scary. I think that was probably the last scary movie that I just saw. Mm-hmm. There, there's a difference between scary and disturbing, and that one I thought it was scary. Uh, speaking of disturbing, the witch, the witch is on the list. I think you mean for bitch. <laughs> yeah, the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that that one is like scary in a sense of like like the the ramp up the tension so mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Uh, some people might call it boring. I I was tense for that yeah. movie, you mm-hmm. know, because you're like unsure what the hell is nightmare you're yeah. gonna end up ha- happening. I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I have a lot. Of, it's one of the movies I have a lot of respect for, and if people love it, enjoy it, I don't have that much bad thing. It didn't, it didn't all it didn't all work for me, but yeah, it's a good movie. 
uh, Evil Dead is in this list, so that's nice. I like sure. that. Uh, and what else? Any anything you wish they would have included off, off the top of your head? One, one movie that came out last year. Uh, oh, what was the name? It's the one with the with the with quiet. The, no silence. What was the one with John Krasinski? Oh, not that one. Oh, okay. I like that movie, but yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. I've, I've always place. been kind of kind of thing. The, so the one with the mental thing. What's wrong with the mental thing? <laughs> what, the, damn it! What was the name of that movie that came out last God, year? That kind of, the kind of, the kind of like, like creeped the hell out of me. Is the one with the with the oh, hereditary? Hereditary, yes, very good. Yeah, hereditary should be in this list. That's really good. That's a really yeah. good choice. To me, off the top of my head, I say hereditary. Did you ever see the 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 trial or the case of Emily Rose, the Scott Derrickson movie? Oh no 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 no! Remember? That that I remember that one being really solid. Is this uh, Scott Derrickson also did Sinister? Oh, is that who it is? Oh, okay. I believe so. Yeah, but yeah, Scott Derrickson and the case of Emily Rose or something, or the the haunting the, of Emily Rose. The, the exorcism. The exorcism. Is a, that's a really solid one. I remember I enjoyed that a lot because that one you're kind of figuring out is this for real? Is this not for real? You know, I, I thought I thought you it was know, a good I take. think I was burnt out by all after the exorcist came out in the seventies. Mm-hmm. I was burnt out by so many exorcism right. copycats mm-hmm. that every time I see an exorcism movie or exorcism something, right. I kind of just ignore have it. You, have you seen it? I know I have not. Actually, I will check it out. That's solid. That, that's good yeah, to know because, yeah. like I said, a lot of movies where they have exorcism, mm-hmm. like ah. Exorcist yeah. ripoff or whatever. Because this is not. I never a, gave them a chance. Like, it, I should give them. It a chance, never so. really plays up the fact that it's, it's a demon possession. It, it, it's a genuine examination. Like, is this thing for real? Is is she possessed, or is this a mental issue or something like that? You know, it's really interesting. And the other one that I, I think of uh, off the top of my head when it comes to horror is the American remake, uh, "Let the Right One In," the one that uh, what's his name? Do you Matt consider Reed. that horror? I consider it. I consider it. Yeah, I haven't really considered that horror. To tell you the truth, but it's a solid, solid movie. I it enjoy is. The movie. It is. I, I, actually, I like that. More than the original, the original because I, I, I think the original that's mostly because of the subtitles. So I, 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 no, no, I don't think that's it. I think the original pacing is not; it's a little bit slower than I want it to be. While the American remake actually had a nice pacing to it, right? And it's a little yeah. slicker. And the cinematography is better. The acting, you know, all that stuff. We're not talking Michael Bay here. We're just talking like I think they got the pacing correctly for yeah. it, the American version. I think that's a really, really, really good movie. And the most recent one I can recommend: Midsummer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. sure. All right. All right, then. There we go. That's our our segment for Halloween movies. Happy Halloween. What Halloween thing will we talk about next week? Tune in to find out. As of this recording, it's currently uh, 11.06 a.m. on October 2 in Osaka, Japan. Hi. And it's... Hi. (laughs) And it's time we take a look and see what's going on. Who does that? Was it Kevin, Kevin and Bean? Bean. Kevin and Bean, right? Yeah. See, it's an example of world culture. We can't do that anymore. It's it's it's, it's not PC. And yet you did it because I'm Asian. And the reason why that's true. And reason why <laughs> Osaka, Japan is uh, that that's where uh, Bandmade started out. No, oh, okay. Their first performance was in Osaka, Japan. Shout out to Bandmade. Speaking of Japan, uh, McDonald's is advertising its fries alongside a very raunchy Ronald McDonald. Oh, have, have you have you seen this? What do you mean by raunchy though? Uh, like this like kind of dick in the fries. As I show jamming the picture of the thing. Oh, I was. <laughs> my joke was, hey, is it, what is it? Ronald McDonald's putting his dick in the fries? I wasn't that far off. You weren't that far yeah. off. <laughs> so it, it's yeah. so essentially. Is that for real? Is that parody? Well, that's the thing, though. A lot, a lot of people say, wait, is that Photoshop or yeah. is that really being advertised in Japan? Yeah. Right, so because I mean, it's in it's in this kind of packaging. Oh, right. I see it's packaging. Yeah, put it away. <laughs> packaging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cl- click on the link if you want to yeah. look at the picture. 
Or maybe maybe, maybe I'll use that as a thumbnail. Wait, do we know episode. if it's for real or not? Do we know? I don't know. Oh my god! There, there's, there, currently, right now, they're, they're not sure if it is original yeah. or if it's real or not. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm, I'm Rob McDonald's sack and pubes near my fry. Oh, okay. here we go. It's gross. Update. Yeah. October one. Uh-huh. Hey, very recent. Yeah. The pictures in question are not actually from a McDonald's ad, but are actually Yoteba ads. The Daily Mail report. Yoteba is a Japanese chain of tapas restaurants, mm-hmm. pubs. Known locally for their offbeat postings and marketings. Oh, okay, fair enough. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's not real. All right. All right. No, I put it. I but put it, it is. It is real advertising for a legitimate chain of restaurants. So if you want to see Ronald McDonald looking very sexy, yeah. <laughs> take, 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 take click on the link and uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, speaking of fast food. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arby's Since we were in the burger war Ugh, Well I think it's not, not, not the burger war The chicken sandwich war This uh-huh. isn't chicken sandwiches yeah. Arby's is launching Three new beer inspired sandwiches As part of the 2019 Fest. Oh my god Or Meatober collection What's your opinion on Arby's? Thumbs down right? I almost never go to yeah. Arby's I've you. been there maybe A handful of times over my years And it's, it's not sexy It's not good Well the, the three chi- the three sandwiches here Are Oh, beer sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beer cheese triple stack. Shredded beer, braised beef, thinly sliced roast beef, corned beef, beer cheese sauce, beer pub mastered, crispy onions, beer cheese sauce on a toasted pretzel roll. Yeah, it's okay. Pass. If you can look from a distance, this is how it looks like. Pass. It looks like a monster. Pass. There's also a beer cheese and double beef. I said pass already. <laughs> There's also beer braised beef. I can't pass any harder. Sorry. <laughs> Uh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, okay. All right, all right. No, thank you. Uh speaking of um that, Burger King's also has a new pretzel bacon king. Pretzel what? Pretzel bacon king. Oh, okay. It, they it, wrap the bacon in the pretzel? Well the the bun is like uh, a pretzel oh, made yeah, bun, I think. Kind of thing. It looks I delicious. I haven't been to Burger King's in a It's few like twelve hundred and thirty calories though. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> you don't have high cholesterol, high blood pressure, right? Stop it, it features two quarter pound flame grilled beef patties topped with American cheese, bacon, mustard, and mayo on a All toasted right. pretzel bun. All right, that's that's yum no. yum. Give yeah. me some. No. Speaking of meat, uh, apparently there's a study now that that says that you don't need to cut back on red meat. Oh. And a lot of people who wrote this article, uh, chicken. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, Al- a, a new it? set of an, an analysis published Monday in the annals, annals in the annals of internal medicine. Challenges oh, the widespread emails. recommendations to <laughs> oh, cut back on yeah. red and processed yeah. meat. Yeah. So the medical journal says like yeah. there's actually no evidence that the red and processed meat will actually cause heart attack. Yeah, tell that to my ninety percent clock, clock uh, blockage in my arteries, man. Well, that's what I mean. They're saying that there's actually, even though it might be circumstantial, sure, or it could just be the fact that you're eating it a lot sure. of it, you know. So so essentially. Sounds like it, sounds it, like it, big meat has gotten into the has gotten into the anu, anus anus what, what do you call it the journal of anus medicine what, what was it was this published uh, this was in the the anus the annals of internal <laughs> medicine there you go the sounds like of, sounds like they they've been uh, what call it? sounds like they've been paid off is what I'm yeah saying, and part know? of the reason why they're outraged is because the way they decided on it okay so here to quote this article here which is linked in the show notes. Uh, in a nutshell, the authors of the new analysis have used an alternative approach to evaluate the evidence. The evidence that mm-hmm. red meat, processed meat will cause you sure. heart attacks and whatnot. They've used a system known as GRADE, which is a process to rate the quality of scientific evidence. Using this approach, a kind of study known as a randomized controlled trial, or RCT for short, is considered high-quality evidence. I don't know what any of that means, by. Yeah, and the, the, the critics are saying it's really problematic and inappropriate to use GRADE to evaluate nutrition yeah. studies. 
I say just eat a salad, guys. Yeah, but I mean, it's true though. I mean, I think it's consumption. It's gonna. Mm-hmm. It's basically if you eat meat in moderation, mm-hmm. it's not gonna cause you any damage. Sure, but if All you right. eat a lot of All it. Right. You know, you you keep doing what you're doing. We'll see who dropped. Who <laughs> am, I dropped looking, it am I looking for excuses? Maybe maybe yeah, I'm looking for exactly. excuses. Uh, speaking of meat, wait, where where was my <laughs> where, where, where was my segue to this? Yeah, where oh, are you going with this? Speaking of controversy, there okay. you go. Uh, are you familiar with made Jar- made uh, Mara Jade from Star Wars? Have you heard the name Mara Jade? Mara Jade, I don't think so. Mara Jade is a character from the, the what are now deemed legends. Okay. The expanded universe of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, she is the non-canon stuff now. They're non-canon now, right? Okay. Right. Essentially, she was uh, uh, an agent of of Palpatine, okay. who was supposed to kill Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. But after the death of Palpatine, she ended up accidentally helping him or assisting him, okay. and then eventually they falls in love with him and they get married. Oh, cute, right? And mm-hmm. and they they also have uh, a son mm-hmm. who goes to the dark side. Okay. Oh, something like that. And sure. and the, so basically Kylo Ren, I guess. Okay, maybe, sure. maybe not. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Point is is that in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland mm-hmm. or or Florida, whatever, mm-hmm. um, in one of the restrooms, mm-hmm. you know how Galaxy's has has the the uh the Star Wars language? Right, right, okay. Uh, I forgot what it's Arobesh, I think that's what they call it. Arobesh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, in the restroom, in the in the Disney app, you can mm-hmm. actually translate the, the right. Arobesh mm-hmm. on Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Somebody translated an Orobesh in a restroom mm-hmm. that says Mary Jade lives. Oh, really? Right. Which which now people are going, oh, Mary Jade is canon. Because Gaza's Edge is, in Disney is canon to the Star Wars canon. Okay. Right. So if they mention like, Mary Jade in So if you're Gauss's in the restroom Edge, taking a dump, you're like, this isn't canon. This counts. This <laughs> right. counts. Yeah. So, so essentially, the, the Orobesh was in a restroom stall and mm-hmm. somebody wrote it, somebody translated it and says Mary Jade lives. Okay. Now, a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, Mary Jade's in canon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wonder, I wonder if you're going to finally introduce her. Mm-hmm. Now, they're saying that Orobesh in the stall was actually a graffiti. Somebody, okay. It was actually a decal that somebody put there, okay. I guess, to fool people. Oh, my God. Right, so which is only appropriate, like you said. Mm-hmm. Would you really want Mary Jade's uh, introduction to the canon, the current canon of Star Wars, to be in a restroom? In stall? a restroom, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, if it you ma- want to, be- I I imagine the cross section though that you have to be. The, imagine this person, you're hardcore enough to graffiti and be that kind of a punk rock, but you're also a nerd to 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 want to write something about Star Wars, Galaxy Edge, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That's something that's Alec Cannon. So that's an interesting cross section. But yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I gotta give it to the guy though. I mean, he really caught people's attention. So mm-hmm. eventually, now that now that people are saying that it's fake, mm-hmm. maybe the guy will pop up. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. I put it up there. Yeah. Or will you actually want to show? In between my dumps and stuff like that, I I graffiti on there. Yes. So, um, speaking of geeky fandom stuff, mm-hmm. apparently you can buy this rotting screen use, like oh, movie screen this. use, TM, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle three Leonardo suit. Mm-hmm. That you can buy off in the Oh, wait, this is Teenage Mutant, Teenage Mutant number three? Yeah, this the third movie. This, this is, is even Jap- the first one. It's the third one. This is Japanese? A Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? I like it. This is time travel. Oh, that's the one that they time travel in Japan. See? Yeah, that's but it doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't have the, the Japanese costume, so it must be the one before they went before to Japan. They, oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. Oh, I, I paid top dollar yeah, for this. If you, if you click on the link, it looks disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like some of nightmares. <laughs> you remember that scene in Spider-Man Far From Home when Tony, uh, the zombie Iron Man comes out? It looks mm-hmm. a little bit like that. It's 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 the stuff of nightmares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then if you look at the Twitter trend that I have linked in the show notes, it other people are posting other 
other pictures of like old costumes from movies that are have oh, decayed really? and rotted as well. So it Aww. becomes it became kind of like a. And this a is for sale too. Did you, was it for sale? Is that why? Yeah, it came up? it's an it's an auction. Oh, okay. So we don't know how much it's gonna go for. <laughs> if somebody wants to buy it, I'm gonna put in five bucks. What do you think of that? <laughs> you want to know this, Albert? You got five bucks on you? We can right, go right. as high as ten. Yeah. All Good right, Lord. and that's what's going on. Before we move on to the next topic, just in case the listeners actually care, John Ming, where can people find you online? And you shouldn't care. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5 and anything whowhatworsewhy.com. If you want to send us email, send it to whowhatworsewhy at gmail.com. If you want to leave a quick comment, leave it at our Instagram page, our Facebook page, or on the website itself. If you want to show your support because we need it, head over to whowhatworsewhy.com slash support to find out how. Like, once again, as mentioned last week, we do have a Venmo account. It's at who, what, where's, why. <laughs> if you want to, if you like what you heard and want to send us a dollar, feel free. I'm just right saying, on. just saying. I'm not begging. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if And uh, music has been provided by DY Access. Find them at dyaccess.com. All the links and information can be found at who, what, where's, why.com. Let's talk recommendations. It really kind of spawned off in the fact that Jamming watched a bunch of movies, but we weren't really going to do a supporters please topic on any of them. So we figured we'd just do a recommendations topic, not just for movies, but for anything else kind of thing. So uh, why don't you start? Recommend, start with- recommend, recommend, some, recommended? recommended, recommend something to people. We didn't really get a chance to talk about it, but I saw finally saw Hustlers and stuff like that. Right. I think it's a really solid movie. I just liked it a lot. It's very enjoyable. They say when people, when it first released, they compared it to Goodfellas, and I think that's pretty accurate. It, it, it has a, a, a Goodfellas vibe right. that's not derivative. It's its own thing. You know what I mean? And when it, when it came out, Albert texted me saying, hey, Constance Wu is the real star of this movie. And he's right. He, she is the main character um, not to not to take anything away from J Lo. J Lo is a sporting actress, and she and she gives an Oscar caliber performance. But Constance Wu is the star of this movie, and she's really solid. She's really good, and this movie just it's just really it's great. It's terrific. I like it a lot. I enjoy it's it a lot. terrific. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll bite with another with another movie. For mm-hmm. me, my movie would be uh, Official Secrets. Have you heard of the movie? No, I have not. Oh, here let's, let's ask Google what Official Secrets is. What is the plot summary for Official Secrets? Here's the synopsis of Official Secrets. One day in 2003, in the lead-up to the Iraq War, British intelligence specialist Catherine Gunn receives a memo from the NSA with a shocking directive. The United States is enlisting Britain's help in collecting compromising information on UN Security Council members to blackmail them into voting in favor of an invasion of Iraq. Unable to stand by and watch the world be rushed into war, Gunn makes the gut-wrenching decision to defy her government and leak the memo to the press. You can see why I'm... It's a whistleblower movie. Yeah. I have no idea. I've never heard of it. Yeah. It's based on a true story. Based on a true story. Who, who, are, the, who are the stars? Uh, Keira Knightley and a bunch of other people. Oh, okay. All right. It's a good movie? Uh, it's good. It's a solid movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much like a biopic in a sense, like plots happen. Mm-hmm. There are some surprises. If you don't know the, the actual history of it, mm-hmm. it will be surprises. Yeah. We avoided a Iraq war. Nothing happened, right? We're all good. It it covers <laughs> no no downside. It's been a limited release Half for a, it's been a limited after. release for quite a while. I think there's still some theaters playing it. But if you happen to hear this and you want to check it out, uh, catch it before it's gone because it's almost. I think it's the, it's almost towards the end of its run already in the theaters. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's it's a solid movie. Plus, yeah, considering words, what's happening in the real world, yeah. uh, here's a movie about whistleblower. Mm-hmm. Oh, another one. Uh, between two, two ferns. 
it's a Netflix movie based on obviously the the YouTube thing and the uh, Funny or Die video series uh, between two two friends. This is not the greatest movie in the world. If you just want laughs, just watch it. It's only an hour and a half, which I think is great. It's mm-hmm. it's just it's just, it just just for laughs, just for jokes and stuff like that. You know, what I, mean? but I like it a lot. Have you, you haven't seen it yet, right? I have not seen it yet, actually. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, after in a few weeks, because they they film like 50, 10 to fifteen, like between fern between two ferns guests. You know what I mean? With Benedict Cumberbatch and John Cho, whatever. And you only see little bits of it in the movie. But supposedly, over the course of the next few weeks, they'll release the full interviews uh, on, on Netflix or YouTube or something like that. So that'd be interesting. But yeah, if you just want something for pure comedy, pure laughs. Watch it and stuff like that. It's really good. The only, the only negative thing I thought about the movie is like, besides the fact that there's like basically no story. It's just like, I love Zach Galifianakis, but I don't think he's the guy who, who can carry a movie from beginning to end. You know what I mean? And it seems like everybody in the movie are just like all supporting character. Or they all, you know what I mean? It, it, it doesn't have that arc of a, of a real movie and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, but yeah, it's a good. It's a good movie. You have low expectations. And if your expectation is just laughs, just the jokes. Do you have to have Perfect. watched the web series no, to get it? Stop it! Stop <laughs> it! Stop it! Yeah. Another um, movie recommendation will be Abominable. Oh yeah. It's the uh, CG animated movie uh, done in China, actually, but written by half and half. By, is it half and half? Is it half and half? I, I think it was just Pearl. No, it, it involves Universal too. Unless Universal is just distributing. It. I thought, I, it I thought they were. I thought they were just distributors. Oh, okay, but it's written by Westerners. So there's that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, but it casts Asian American actors. How about so, that? Yeah. So there's that. You know. Chloe Bennett. Is so star. yeah, because yeah. imagine that Asian characters played by Asian characters. Yeah. Ooh, what yeah. a concept. I mean, I mean, knock on wood, we're on quite a quite a win streak last couple of years. You know what I mean? Searching Crazy Rich Asians. Right. What do you call it? this movie? Uh, Always be my maybe and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but one of those cute movie um, from the I, trailer went in with very low expectations, yeah. right? And and some some of the jokes in the movie kind of proves my point. But overall, the movie is really cute, yeah. very charming. Um, I like the character design for for the abominable. I don't mean an abominable, but he's uh, a yeti. Yeah. Uh, named Everest actually in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like his character design, readily made for for toys essentially, right. Mm-hmm. right? But it's it's a very cute movie, and I like the theme of the movie, and it almost comes off almost like uh, the China Tourism Board told them, "Hey, make sure they cover all yeah, the places like, in China." Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, but it's it, I liked it. I liked it, and I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. So, I, it's family friendly. So, I yep. recommend checking out Abominable. Yeah, I'm planning on taking my nephew to go see it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty straightforward, but it is from writers from the school of Pixar. Mm-hmm. They, I think, they cheated. Monsters Inc. was one of the movies they did. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay. but yeah, check it out. Abominable. Mm-hmm. Oh, my other recommendation is nothing to do with movies. I think nothing to do with TV shows. Actually, I went to go see Ali Wong's new comedy special live. It's her third one. It's not. It's not announced that it's going to be on Netflix or anything, but I, I get the feeling it will. So this is a follow up to her previous two netflix special and also as a follow-up to her um movie always be my maybe right so going in i'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan be of her my, be i'm a big fan maybe. of her stand-up i've seen those two netflix especially they're great and, but going in i thought oh it, you know this is after her after she hit it big will she kind of tone it down will it be more pc no it's not it's very raunchy it's very out there and it's terrific it's electric and stuff like that it's uh i saw it at the world turn and i just laughed and laughed and laughed for like an hour and a half it's terrific it's it's great it's actually uh this is when i saw it it, it reminded me of why i was kind of disappointed with always be my maybe because it seems like it's a watered down version of her mm. this is her true self this is her true comedic persona and stuff like that. it's great 
She's probably the, honestly after seeing a little bit of the Chappelle special, a little bit of the Bill Burr special, and a little bit of the uh, Jesselnik special. They're all fine. They're all good. But she might be my favorite comedian working right now. She's great. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Good stuff. Uh, I will go to TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently watched Undone on Amazon Prime. Have you, are you familiar with it? God damn it. I, no, I have no idea what Undone is. Oh, here. Is. I'll be asked again. Yeah. <laughs> what is Undone TV show? Here is some information about Undone. Oh, you're not going to speak it out to me, Google? Fine. <laughs> after 28-year-old uh, after twenty eight year old Alma nearly dies in a car accident, she finds that she has a new relationship with time. She develops this new fun relationship to find out the truth about her father's death. That's actually a really solid, almost not spoilery uh-huh. uh, description of the thing. It's, uh, it's a rotoscoped animated show on Amazon Oh, Prime. I know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's only like 25-minute yeah. long episodes. Right. It's eight episodes long. It's only about uh, a little over three hours yeah. if you binge through it. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I don't want to say too much about it because mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil it because part of the fun of it is discovering where the movie, where the, where the TV show goes. Mm-hmm. The first episode is kind of like one of those typical setup episodes that mm-hmm. might not grab you, mm-hmm. but by because the, the, the main premise doesn't really pop up till the second episode. Okay. Okay. Go to the first one. Something will happen at the end of that episode and then watch the second okay. one. And you're you're probably not gonna want to stop watching. Okay, interesting. yeah, it, it's good. it's a great it's a that's great a TV show. That's a good one. Because the only reason why I know a little bit of it now, now that you now you jog my memory, it's the the lady that stars in it is also the person that did did the work for. Um, God damn it, Rosa Battle Salazar. Angel. Yeah, Battle. she is she is Battle Angel leader. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, Rosa Salazar. Cool. Yeah, it's really good. It's a that's really a good, good show. One. Yeah. Oh, and my next recommendation will also be animated. I saw the second season of One Punch Man on uh, Hulu. It's, One Punch. It's terrific. It's just terrific. The animation is not as... I guess they change animation studios between seasons. No, because so it's, it's anime. Anime gets cheap on their budget. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, what do you call it? It's not as pretty as the first season. But the story, the character of One Punch Man is just terrific. Because it's just like... He is in his complete u- own universe and stuff like that. You know what I mean? With his own complete motivation or lack of motivations. And everything else about the TV show is a traditional anime. You know what I mean? It's mm. all the tropes and all this. And the, everybody else in the show is completely sincere and thoughtful, takes things super seriously. But uh, One Punch Man is just, that character is not. And this episode, I mean, this season actually does a better job of world building and does a better job of expanding the cast than I thought the first oh, yeah. season. Yeah. It's terrific. It's Now, great. I've read the manga. Oh, okay. It, it's still going on too. Yes, I haven't seen second season of Punch Punch Man, so I'm not I'm not sure how far second season goes. But knowing the manga, yes, they do expand the world building mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, my criticism to One Punch Man has always been he is kind of like like your description. Mm-hmm. He's in his own world. Yeah, he is kind of like a cipher for audience members. Right. Some would argue he's a Gary Stu, but let's not go there. Yeah. But but yeah, I, One Punch Man has always proven to be a very yeah. fun franchise. I definitely look forward. To My thing it. with the first season, if I had a criticism of the first season, is like towards the end you realize uh, One Punch Man. There's no character development. You know, he doesn't have a really a great arc. You know, what I mean? the Carrie Stu reference. Yeah, he, he is. He is just he is what he is. You know what I mean? He doesn't have a real arc, so they have to populate the the show with other characters of it. And I thought I just didn't. It didn't click with me as much as it did the second season. The second season, the the uh, the other characters and stuff like that, they're more f- thought out. They're more mm-hmm. three dimensional. The storyline, the art, it's more interesting and stuff like that. I had some issues with the second season. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, I thought I, I thought it's great. It's just terrific yeah. time. It's just really good time. There was one joke in the beginning of the season, I think episode two, where that was so funny. I actually had to stop the episode. I just pause it so I could keep laughing and stuff like that because it's just it was it's just it's good stuff. 
Yeah, and any people, if you haven't seen One Punch Man uh, season one, watch it. It's a, yes. it's a fun show. Yeah, if you, you haven't seen season one, you, you can't just jump into season two. You have to jump. Yeah. You got to go back and watch it. It's a fun show. It's a fun mm-hmm. show. Um, I'll do a combo with the TV shows here. Um, I finally, finally watched Punisher season two and Jessica Jones season three on Netflix. Uh, this is on the. This is coming from the news that all the Marvel Netflix stuff is gone. Marvel is not going to continue on with it. Uh, Not not only that, but um, I guess Marvel Studios is now going to take charge of all the live action Marvel TV shows. So all those other... It's all getting folded into the Marvel Studios. So all the Jeff Loeb uh, TV shows that that, that Jeff Loeb was show running, it's probably going to go away, which probably also includes Cloak and Dagger and and, uh, Runaways and whatnot too. Well, my impression is, does it it seem like they're they're just going to let it run their course? Like the Runaways, as long as it's successful, they'll give it a few more seasons, and you know what I mean. It's like I don't think they can give them any more mature, uh, more properties. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's I mean, the impression I got. But like these, like oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that's why they put the kibosh on the Ghostwriter at Hulu. Correct. Like, yeah, I, I think part of it too is because they, I don't, I don't think they want people to get distracted from the TV, the Marvel, the MCU TV shows that are showing up on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. right? I know, I know, uh, Runaways has to air because they filmed it. I think, right. Lo- I think I think Cloak and Dugger is supposed to get a second season. I think they they were. Yeah. Oh well, no, they, they, they already got one. I'm sorry, they, they, they got a, a second season. Yeah, they need a third season. Right. So I think those contracts will still be going on. Yeah. anything new probably won't, except for Hell's Hellstrom, I think, whatever. I think that gets is it animated too. or is it live action? No, it's supposed to be live action. It almost seems like that that's their answer to Lucifer. Right. But I get, but, I get, but wasn't that announced at the same time around Ghost Rider? But I think that's got to get kiboshed too, right? I think that's getting Probably. Squished. I will say it would My be. impression is if Runaways, if it keeps making money, people still like it. They'll let it run whatever the natural course is. You know what I mean? Five yeah. seasons, six seasons, whatever it is. And then, but they're not getting any new properties. They're not going to give them like new Avengers or anything like that. No new property for live action. And then he can probably just keep the the animated stuff that they've announced too, right? Right, animated stuff are staying. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Essentially, this is kind of like MCU and the Spider-Verse or the Sony Spider-Verse yeah. where they can, I guess, they can now live in the mm-hmm. same, not in the same universe, but but consider them to be uh, a multiverse situation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not in the MCU, but in the MCU in the sense that they're the multiverse. I don't think this... And I don't, and it's kind of like how they treated Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. They, yeah. they're, they're, they're now treating it like, oh, it's a multiverse thing. They're not in the same universe as yeah. the movies. I take this as good news because like, I was never the biggest Jeff Loeb fan and stuff like that. Yeah. I know some of the TV shows he's done for Marvel has been successful and some of them are legitimately great. But I'd rather take my chances with Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios. Well, I love Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Colgan Dagger is pretty solid. And so is Runaways. Are you, you, you're all caught up on Runaways and stuff? Yeah. I'm, I waiting, I'm waiting for season three right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, back, going back to my, my recommendation, Netflix, the Daredevil series has been great. Yeah. Um, Punisher season two is solid. I think it's solid. People who have their problems with it, it's still 13 episodes long, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty solid. Uh, Jessica Jones season three mm-hmm. is also pretty solid. I actually really like where they went with it. Yeah. A lot of people have complaints about how it went, yeah. but I actually quite enjoyed it. Um, it ends. No, no spoilers. Yeah. I'm gonna say it. So I know there isn't much incentive to watch those anymore because technically they're done and over yeah. with. But if you really started it, I don't see why you finish it up. Finish it up, especially just Jessica Jones. You, you want to see kind of where it ends. Mm-hmm. Punisher ends the way you expect Punisher to end. Does he shoot somebody? <laughs> but but Does Jessica he shoot Jones him in the face. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Punisher is Punisher. Yeah, yeah. Punisher is yeah. Punisher. But Jessica Jones. Her story kind of kept going, yeah. so you want to see season three and how it concludes. Because mm-hmm. I guess they wrote it in a sense that it's kind of like either conclusion slash new beginning. Sure. 
And now they're not going to get the new beginning because it's canceled. Sure. You know, not only that, but uh, Kristen Ritter said that she's she's happy with how we're and then she doesn't have to go back to it. Yeah. All right. So that's my other recommendation. Do you have other recommendations? I think that's it for me. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll toss in some. Uh, not not movies or TV show podcasts. Um, I there's another podcast that I also listen to called Write Along. Write as in W R I T E. It's actually um co-hosted by Slash Filmcast co-host David Chen and David Cargill. David Cargill is a movie writer. He he did he did Doctor Strange. He did Insidious. Insidious. He did Sinister, and he did uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose. See how, there, see there how it go. goes back. Yeah. Right. So so it's a really solid podcast. It's about, Wait, say again. Say guy's name again. Uh, David Cargill. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, not David Cargill. Car. It's Cargill. Uh, Robert Cargill. Right. Yes. Because he's a uh, woodcut. He's like best friends with uh, Scott Derrickson. Yeah. yeah. They're 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 uh, they're co writing duo. Yeah. Yeah. They're co writing duo. I know him because he always uh, Scott Derrickson always uh, retweets him and stuff. They always have a back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. And they're the ones that <coughs> excuse me. They're they're working on um uh that's that's strange. Strange. Yeah. That's strange. Um, they are the podcast is pretty cool because if you ever wanted to write screenwriting or write movies, mm-hmm. this is a podcast to listen to. Because every week it's about fifteen to twenty minutes long only. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll cover a topic that, that that is good to know as a screenwriter. So it's always fascinating me. There's some oh, okay. there's some opinions that they have that are like, oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Or okay. and it's also a little bit of like a behind the scenes kind of thing where he talks about like, oh, this is how it actually works in the real world, mm-hmm. or this is how we deal with the studios, blah blah. They, uh, Robert Cargill mentions those kind of stuff, so it's, oh, it's it gets really fascinating. Plus, cool. fifteen twenty minute long podcast is always a plus. Well, give the name again. <laughs> right along, and in. The, uh, I know David Chen said maybe I shouldn't have called it Ride Along because people think it's Ride Along. Mm-hmm. It's Ride Along, W R I T E Along. Right. Uh, another podcast that I'll mention because uh, they're now going on a weekday format. They used to be once a week or a couple episodes a week, but now they're going to go Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. And it's the perfect time to go listen to it because it's the NPR politics podcast, right? Uh, they cover obviously politics. Mm-hmm. And I would say they're pretty fair. They, they, they lean more. Um, they're left center, not completely left, not completely center, but they're left center. So, but from what I from what I've heard, they're pretty solid in terms of like facts. In terms of fact based, they're very factual. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't believe me, there's a website you can go to called Media Bias Fact Check, and they they kind of cover all the journalistic and news organizations out there, and will tell you exactly where they lean on the spectrum of left or right. If yeah. you don't believe me, mm-hmm. but every politics has always been fair. I've listened to them, and they've always been fair. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they have sided with Trump in some topics. So how about that? Mm-hmm. Um, other stuff to recommend. Oh, that's it. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> and in terms of music, uh, I once again I recommend Bandmade, and I recommend Megan Thee since mm-hmm. they just came. Okay. You yeah. know what? I got one more recommendation too. Okay. Uh, you're you're not a kid, obviously, but and you don't have any kids or nephews. But have you ever, you've heard of Steven Universe? Yes, Steven Universe. The new movie came out. The movie came out like early September. I bought it, watched it with my nephew. I have, I don't know anything about Steven Universe, you know, for, you know, at all. I watched the movie. This is five seasons into the, the into the series. I watched the movie. It's delightful. It's charming, and I got the music on Google uh, Play Music and stuff. Like that. I listen to it all the time. It's if you want something that's, that makes you feel positive, you know, if you want uh, good music that you hum, that'll just get in your ear, ear hole, airworm, whatever you call it, and you just want to hum along to it and sing it. I recommend that. Steven Universe, the movie. It's fantastic. No, only that, but I heard the TV show is actually pretty good, too. I heard, too, yeah. Like, I, a lot of people who gravitated from uh, uh, Adventure Time mm-hmm. went to Steven Universe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, those stuff and stuff. All right. Well, there's our, there's, there's our episode of Recommendations. All right. 
Thanks for listening. This was episode 256 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worse Network. Uh-huh.